This is part three of a story called The Air. The main character in the story is Volrich Otto Schneider. He just gave his entire fortune, four billion dollars, to a storyteller. Her name is Carly Richter. Please listen to parts one and two before listening to part three. At sunrise, Volrich Otto Schneider, the fabulously rich owner of Kleber Industries, he already sat in the boardroom of his penthouse in Panama City. He owned the building and the banks that occupied all 57 floors. There was a stack of legal papers on the table, all signed, all signed by a woman called Carly Richter. Technically, as of the previous night, she now owned this building, and she was now Clever Industries. Ulrich had kept more than enough money for himself. He kept his private island off the coast of Panama, and a jet and a helicopter and a few cars and a house in Berlin. The rest, his entire fortune, now belonged to a stranger. And he had picked her for a very, very good reason. Ulrich was 73, and for more than 50 years he'd suffered from insomnia. He simply could not sleep. Then by accident, he found a podcast called Bedtime Stories for Adults. And he fell asleep while listening to the very first episode. For the past two years, he'd been able to sleep effortlessly. He listened to the stories and he slept. At breakfast, he normally had to re-listen to the stories because he always fell asleep before the ending. Herr Schneider, Eustasia said from the door. Herr Schneider, we talk. Ulrich asked him to sit down, but Eustasia did not. Eustasia paced. Wall to window, quick turn. Wall, quick turn, window, quick turn, wall. While walking, he mumbled, ay, 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 ay. And on the quick turn, he frowned at Volrich, glared with a Gerschneider, almost in a begging tone or, or angry. Volrich waited six walks and twelve quick turns, and the constant ay, 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 the problem, what is the problem? It is the wife, is the children, this is the stock market. Senor, Eustasio said, angry. He had never been angry with Volrich. Senor, no that. What then? Volrich said. This sleepy, sleepy story girl. Eustasio had downgraded Carly from a woman to a girl. Your very, very big money, senor. Ay, 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 ay. Yes, Volrich said. You dying, Herr Schneider. How I know this? You make a very, 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 very wrong plan. Sorry, senor, for saying true. Sleepy, sleepy girl? No. No take the money. Por favor, senor. I help you before die. Okie dokie, senor. See? Boss? Eustasio. Nein. Sit. 
zet chair, you sit, Volrich commanded. Eustasio sat abruptly, on the very tippy edge of the office chair. His body barely touched the chair and he hung forward, almost all his weight on his toes. Si, senor, he said, and he looked frightened. <sighs> Volrich sighed. The woman is the wrong person? Si, 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 senor. Eustasio, why you say that? Eustasio ripped a piece of paper from his pocket and he tapped on it. Number one, senor. She the woman. Your grandfather, man. Your father, man. Also your brother, man. Also you, man. So very, 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 very big money go up, 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 up. More big money, senor. Women, no do that. It's true. Eustacio was so upset that he spoke very simple English, small English. Probably because he had to get this message to Volrich. Eustacio, Volrich said, and he held up his hand in a firm halt. Senor? Eustacio? You want so all my money? That is why this woman make you so upset? <gasps> Senor? Eustacio said. No! Eustacio was insulted. He looked shocked, upset, and then sad. My Herr Schneider, ay, 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 ay. No! You already give me the house, two cars, pay my children's school, university, pay me too many money. No, senor. Vorich held his hand up again. Then, Estasio, what do you think? Who must get some money? Ay, 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 senor, that is very easy, your brother, senor, family. Clever, clever industry, go to your brother. Good plan, senor. Excellent plan. Yes, I think. Yes, si, senor. Volrich nodded, and he looked at the paper in Eustacio's hand. Read the paper. There is a number two, Volrich said, wondering what else Eustacio had on his mind. Si, senor. Numero two, three, and four. I say you? Ja, Volrich said. He was extremely amused. Eustacio fumbled with the papers and then read for a while but said nothing. Volrich waited and then Eustacio said, Sorry for the truth, senor. Number two. The sleepy, sleepy girl? No job, senor. Free. Small, 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 small radio station. Stories? Not his job, senor, no. Volrich nodded and gestured with his hand for Eustacio to continue. What is the number three, Eustacio? Ah, oh, senor, number three. Ay, 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 she give one thousand dollar to me after she get the prize for that podcast place. And she tell me, sir, ay, 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 to give that to Dina, Dina, that chicken woman. One 
thousand dollars, senor. So Dina can fix a house and buy more of the chickens. Sleepy Sleepy asked me to go den last night. Give me money for Dina. Ah, Vorich said. You do that? Si, senor, Eustasius said, and he waited a little bit. He bit his fingernails and scratched his head. But, but, senor, I do one hundred dollar, senor. Already very, very, very much big money. Eustasio jumped up. He pulled out an envelope from his pocket and gave it to Wolrich. Senor, this is nine hundred dollars, Garschneider. You give to sleepy, sleepy women when you give all your very, very, very big money to your brother. Before you die, senor. Thank you, senor. Gracias. This time, Wolrich had to try not to laugh. He took the money from Eustasio and he put it on the stack of folders that Carly had already signed. He looked at Eustasio and he said, The number four? Oh, senor, the number four? No husband, senor, Eustasio said. No man asked to marry, be wife? Very, very, very bad sign, senor. No good for wife, no good for very, very, very big money. A true, senor. Eustacio fell back in the chair as if he had just run a marathon, exhausted, but this was all he had to say. Eustacio, Ulrich said, I tell you the story of this woman. You listen. This is a summary of the story that Ulrich told Eustacio that day in Panama City. Carly Nudia was born and raised in Johannesburg in South Africa. Then there was a gap. Wolrich knew nothing about her biological father, nothing at all. He should have tried harder because a great secret sat in Carly's father. But that's a story for another day. Carly then went to the University of Pretoria and she received a master's degree in science, in entomology to be exact, the study of insects. She married Ruan Richter, an engineer, the love of her life. Now, as far as Wilrich knew, Carly had no siblings. And he was wrong about that too. But that also is a story for another day. One of the investigators in South Africa brought Wilrich beautiful pictures of Ruan and Carly on their wedding day. And then of their baby son, Vainant, on the day that he was born. Carly and Ruan and their little boy Vainant, they immigrated to Canada. That should have been the end, the happy ending, and they lived happily ever after. But tragedy. Six months after they moved, Ruan and the little boy died in a horrific car crash. It was caused by a logging truck. The driver had fallen asleep. Carly, she was 31 at that stage. She received $1 million from the insurance company. She never remarried. She lived in a beautiful small cottage, very close to a beach, in a coastal town near Vancouver. Carly worked as an entomologist, part-time at a university, and then part-time at a garden centre in a lab. 
In this lab, they propagated bees and butterflies and other insects, and they did research for organic gardening and farming. Kyle had a few friends in the South African community, and she wrote stories and she made podcasts. Once a year, she went back to South Africa to visit her mother in Johannesburg. While doing the research, Volrich found a massive gap of two years after Kyle's little boy and husband died. Not a trace. She had vanished for that period of time. Poor Eustacio. He held his open left hand over his mouth firmly from the moment Volrich explained about the deaths of Carly's husband and child. Tears dripped from his eyes, down his cheek and onto his hand. When Volrich finished, Eustacio stood up, slowly, as if he were 40 years older than 45. Senor... Now I make the understand why she is on the roof now and sing chicken chicken song. Ay, 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 senor. The roof? Vorek said. Now? No, 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 senor. Manana today, very, very, very early, before the sun, I take her the coffee. She say, she say me, he stopped. What she say? Volrich felt left out. Eustacia had taken Carly coffee that morning and he had talked to her. Ah, senor, chicken, chicken, song, peri, peri, good plan for say good morning, poor son. For the begin of the very, very big day, senor. Sleepy, sleepy women say, no is time for sad, no is time for sorry, no is sad time for cry, or the past, she say, today with the Senor Snyder, very, very, very importante. Chicken, chicken song is the chicken, chicken song, give the strong heart. Chicken, chicken song, give the courage. She need the courage for you. Ay, 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 senor, and the strong head, and the strong heart. For much, much important papers she finished sign already, sir. Vorich stood up and he said, Carly? She said that? Uh, si, senor. Sorry for true, senor. Sorry very, very much for estocio number one, two, three and four, senor. Eustacio, no, no, true. The woman, the sleepy, sleepy woman, senor. Sorry. Nine. Eustacio, stop. No, sorry, please. You are the only honest friend I have. That is why I hire you. That is why I also give you this. Vorich took a black file from under the chair. Senor? Eustacio said. But he took the file. Read the file. Read this now and then you sign yes. Eustacio sat down and his head moved from side to side so rapidly that it made Vorich Karsik. His hands shook, and he kept on saying, Ay, 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 senor. On and on and on as he read. Ay, ay, ay. Vorich had given Estacio a check for $100 million. 
and he gave him the private island in Panama to inherit after his death. Oni gave him full use of the second house on the island and full use of the helicopter and the jet and all the vehicles and all the assets in Panama. Vodich also gave Eustacio $20 million in, in every year for life. Eustacio, you sign that now, Vodich commanded, because it looked as if Eustacio would faint. Si, senor. Si, senor. Eustacio said. He held his breath and then he signed in complete silence. Eustacio, and now you take the day off. Mein Freund, this day is the day for free. You take the day off. Senor, Eustacio said, you die soon, mi amigo? Ah, uh, very, very sick? Nein, Vorich said. Nein, nein, nein. Not sick, not dying. True, Eustacio, true. You go now, Vorich said, kindly. But he dismissed the man firmly, who really now needed a chicken-chicken song and strong legs to carry him out of the room. And, Eustacio, take the $900 to Dina, the chicken woman. Si, senor. After Eustacio left, Volrich stood by the window, looking at the beauty of Panama City. A chicken song of all strange things. And money for Dina? What if Carly went to the roof to gain courage to tell him that she had changed her mind? Volrich swung around and he stared at the files. She'd signed the night before. His heart skipped a beat. Yes, she changed her mind. Volrich felt fear as in never before. How do you make somebody take your money? What if she did refuse? What if he had to give his money to his brother? His heart fluttered. The chicken song. For bravery, for courage. And in broad daylight in Panama City, the German billionaire, Ulrich Otto Schneider, started singing his own chicken song. Gebe, gebe, good. This is the end of part three of the story called The Air. In part four, Carly enters the room and she tells Ulrich things about herself that he did not know about. So we have to ask ourselves, if Carly tells the truth, will Wilrich change his mind? Listen to part four.